Coordinated, Episode 159, Exam Only, Hosting Exams. Greetings, AP Coordinators. I'm Derek Kometa. And I'm Rachel McBride. And you're listening to... Coordinated, the podcast for AP Coordinators. Thanks for joining the conversation, collaboration, and, of course, coordination. Hello, Rachel. Good to see you again. It's been a little bit. Hello, Derek. It has been a little while. Happy New Year to you. (laughs) Thank you. Same to you. And Happy New Year to all the AP coordinators who are enjoying this 159th episode of (laughs) Coordinated. That's A lot of episodes, Rachel. We appreciate the support. It means a lot to us. That's right. So if you're new to the podcast, welcome. Please consider going back to check out the extensive back catalog of previous episodes and specific topics. A little uh, podcast binging to start the new year. (laughs) Good. (laughs) Good idea. I like it. Thanks again, everyone. So we are excited about this, uh, this five-episode mini-series on, drumroll please, <laughs> exam only. And coordinators may be asking, why so many episodes on exam only? Well, frankly, there's a lot to talk about. We hear a lot of questions about exam only throughout the year. So, as we like to do, let's start with a definition. What is exam only? What does exam only mean? And what, uh, actually, <laughs> I'm going to check myself here because I'm, I'm kind of all over the place with this. <laughs> what I'm trying to say, or what I'm trying to ask, Rachel, <laughs> who are exam only students? Great question. Exam-only students may be students at your school who are not enrolled in your AP classes. However, they are taking the initiative to self-study and prepare for an AP exam on their own. Schools use this exam-only option to provide these students with the opportunity to test even if the AP class did not fit into their schedule or the AP course is not offered at their school. Homeschooled students may also be exam-only students. In some districts, if a student lives in the school's geographical area and they are homeschooled, well, the local school often hosts these students for exam-only testing. That's right. And students taking virtual AP courses may also be exam-only students. Some students at your school may be enrolled in a virtual course that culminates with the AP exam. They require a physical school where they can take that AP exam. And so they are, quote unquote, exam only as well. Another example (laughs) of exam only is a student who might be attending another school, but is taking the AP exam at your school. So... At my former school, I received many requests for AP Chinese and AP Japanese language and culture 
because not many schools in the area offered those exams. The school I worked at happened to offer both, so students from the local area would reach out to my school looking for a place to test. <laughs> okay, so that seems like a good foundation for our mini series on exam only. What should we cover next? How about we get into our specific topic for this episode? Sounds good. So we have a few considerations to share when it comes to hosting exam-only students on your campus for testing. Just a few thoughts to keep in mind. The first consideration is. The first consideration is to check if your school already has, or your district already has, an established policy and process regarding exam-only students. This is often the case. And let's mention that hosting exam-only students is a local decision. It's a decision that comes with some flexibility as well. Some. Options, so to speak. <laughs> By that, I mean it could be a modified policy, process, or procedure if the exam-only request is coming from students who attend your school versus students who do not attend your school, or if the student is interested in an AP exam for a course that your school already offers versus. One that you do not offer, and if schools are already offering the AP exam, they can simply include the exam-only students in the same testing rooms with the same proctors. This makes hosting exam-only students pretty easy, in my opinion. It's not much additional work to add another student or two to a roster and testing room that's already set up and ready to go. Exam-only students do not have to be in a separate room unless they have approved SSD accommodations that require specific testing arrangements. See the SSD guidelines resource for more information. We also have a best practice that fellow AP coordinators have shared with us, and that is to post as much information as possible on your school website. And this is true whether you are or are not hosting exam-only students. Assuming you are, and we hope you are, consider providing information about taking the exam at your school, how to pay for the exam. You can include your preferred contact information. Basically, anything to try to reduce the number of extra phone calls and emails. <laughs> You might otherwise receive. Some schools even have an online request form to capture all the required information. Great tip! And a related thought: schools may have additional paperwork or a specific process for having visitors on campus, and those visitors could include exam-only students and/or whoever may be providing transportation for those students. Lastly. It's a good idea to have a specific process to verify student identification on exam day, especially if the student does not attend your school. Okay, Derek. I think we talked about 
everything we wanted to cover in this episode, which means it's, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Summary time. Mm -hmm. I am ready. And I'm going to go with my top three highlights. One, exam-only students can be students who attend your school, students who do not attend your school, homeschooled students, and or students taking virtual courses. Two, check to see if your school or district has an established policy in place for hosting exam-only students. And three, hosting exam-only students is a local decision with some flexibility. And don't forget, more information on exam only can be found in my best friend, the AP Coordinator's Manual, Part 1, pages 34 to 36. Thanks, everyone, for joining us. Don't miss our continued conversation in our next episode of Coordinated. We'll be talking about exam fees for exam-only students, and we'll talk with you then. Coordinated is presented by the AP Program and the AP Coordinator Experience Team. We thank Jackie Ray for our theme song, Good As Gold. Jackie is a former AP Music Theory student at Oakton High School in Vienna, Virginia. Additional vocal support by myself, Carly Suge, AP Coordinator at Costa Mesa High School in Southern California. AP Coordinators, we cannot say it enough. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We appreciate you. And for all your support of AP students, you are truly good as gold. Oh.